We're here with UFC President Dana White coming out of UFC 203. This was a very strange week for you, Dana White. In terms of the CM Punk experiment, we saw for a year and a half as a promotion. Was this a success? And what did you think of CM Punk after tonight? Well, I don't know if it was an experiment. You know, they, I, I became friends with him. He's a nice guy. I like him. I have a lot of respect for him. He wanted to give it a shot. I gave him a shot. Are you going to consider that his next fight would still be in the UFC? Is that an option? He probably shouldn't have his next fight in the UFC. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 44, WWE Backlash 2016 edition. I am the creator of the thefullnelsonpress.com. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. I'm here with one of Heath Slater's kids, Mr. Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFNP. Pete, are you ready for WWE Backlash 2016? I can only hope to be Heath Slater's kids now that he's getting a double wide. Right. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so it's the first pay-per-view of just one brand. Yep. I mean, I thought the matches were good, but I thought it was just a glorified version of SmackDown. But th is that a bad thing? I'm sorry, a pay-per-view, something better happened. Well. That's what I'm saying. There was cool things that happened, but I'm just saying, like, when you watch a match, sometimes you see something that, like, really pushes the limit. You're like, whoa, that's new. No, it was just a good, they were good matches. Well, let's push the limit right away. We'll start off with the kickoff show. Uh, only one match in the kickoff show this week. Baron Corbin versus Apollo Crews. Had no buildup, but I thought it was decent. Yeah, absolutely no buildup. Like, it was set up on the kickoff show. Yeah, I, did, I didn't mind it. I've seen those two wrestle before. It was a lot better than when they wrestled in NXT. And yeah, I didn't hate it. I am a fan of those two anyways. They just don't have a story right now. No, they don't. And, and how can I put stock into Barry Corbin if he's only in kickoff shows and battle royals? Yeah, like, do something with him. So we'll start off with the Backlash pay-per-view. Shane and Debray come out to start the show. They just kind of do this introduction thing, and it sets up the six-pack challenge, uh, the elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match just consists of Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes out looking like Harley Quinn. Awesome. She's in my Fab Five, so yeah. For sure. Uh, especially she starts throwing fits in the middle of the ring whenever things don't go her way. Oh, I think her the best feud for her was her and the ref because she made the most pins and didn't get a pinfall once. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I, I like her. I like Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Carmella keeps making this derp face during the entire yeah. match. <laughs> what is that? It was an awkward looking face. She was stuck on that face. Like she could not get rid of it. Yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> but you liked this match. I did. I really liked this match. I thought this match was fun. It was messy at some points, but you know, overall, I really am liking the Divas division on SmackDown. In order, uh, Naomi eliminates Bliss, which I kind I thought Bliss would be the first one to go. Naomi then tries to do a roundhouse kick on Nikki Bella, uh, but Nikki Bella counters it into a springboard, allowing her to counter. But Naomi, that 
move that she did jumping out of the ring, she like used the ropes to catapult herself. That was awesome. Yeah, she's really athletic. Feel the glow. Next then, Nikki then eliminates Natalia, but then immediately Carmella pounces with a roll-up and eliminates Nikki. I thought that was the best part of that match. Yeah, that was great. That was so awesome. So cool to see that our last two uh, women in this match were Carmella and Becky Lynch. Absolutely. That is a crazy turn right there. I thought it'd for sure be Nikki and Becky, but I mean, yeah. you knew Becky was winning. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I think they were chanting, you deserve it, before the match even like ended. Yeah. You liked it. Tell me what more you like about it. I just thought it was all right. I think the people who really shined in this for me was by far Carmella. She is picking fights with Nikki Vella. I think they're going to start doing a feud here. Uh, when Carmella pins Nikki, uh, she then like pushes her and Nikki ends up slapping her. This gives uh, Becky Lynch the overall upper hand to get the win. But yeah, I, I think they really kind of shined. They gave spots to Alexa Bliss and Carmella tonight, which was perfect. And then Becky is go- wins the title. Uh, I'm happy for Becky Lynch, uh, but I think this is just it's exciting to see what the SmackDown division is doing. I mean, I know like they got Bailey and Sasha Banks over there, but watching Nia Jax just take on Jobbers every week and Charlotte with these horrendous promos that she's really been slacking in the ring lately. This is just refreshing. Yep, absolutely. All right, next we get this campy segment with the Miz and some Nickelodeon kid, which was just a bunch of dumb. But then we cut to Bray Wyatt is backstage attacking uh, Orton because apparently Orton is injured, so they got to write him off TV for the night. He has a concussion that he wasn't clear for awesome so let's move on to the second actual match of the night this is for the tournament for the smackdown tag team championship this is the semifinals the usos taking on the hype bros this new heel look for the usos i don't mind it i i think i'm gonna call them the ushers from now on though they need to do more for me to be heels you know what I would like to see is have them, like, hate each other and, like, roast each other, but they never split up or turn on each other. Just them, like, just verbally attacking each other. Like, at some points in this match, one of them gets knocked out of the ring and the other one's trying to cheer him on. It'd be funny to see instead of one of the Usos cheering him on is, like, get up, get in the ring. But even if you turn them face, you could still use that and it just rely on their brotherhood that always keeps them together no matter how much they, like, roast on each other. Yeah, I mean, that would work. I think using their twin likeness more would work. I'm not there yet. I'm glad they're heel, but I'm just not there yet. The other thing is people are giving them props because they uh, they ended up doing this thing where they, they jump on Zack Ryder's knee and then put him into a half Boston Crab, making him tap. And they kind of just concentrate on just breaking down the, the leg and not doing their traditional finishers. And everyone's like, oh, that's so awesome. But watch this now be their finisher where they do this to everybody. Yeah, I mean, I ra- I'd rather see that than them just super kick everybody all the time. So who advances? The Usos will see them in the next round. They're going to be taking on Heath Slater and Rhino. Next we get The Miz puts up his title against Dolph Ziggler. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was really good. They did a really good job. But like I said, it was just a glorified television match. Oh, you're just being sour. I'm sorry, like, Backlash, like, I get it, but I wasn't too hyped. Well, it's two and a half hours. NXT is two and a half hours. There's too many pay-per-views. They're just starting to become, like, watered down, and, like, now we're going to have two a month? I, it's hard to, like, really get invested in these feuds when they only go for a week of, like, hey, you, yeah, you, 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 we're fighting, done. 
then it's over. Like, the matches are good, but it's just glorified television matches. If you're on pay-per-view, there should be, like, one move or, like, two moves that people are like, oh, my God, that move was insane. That's why I have the network. I will agree with you, because in this entire night, I don't think there was anything too memorable that happened. I agree no. with you there. But, you know, the watered-down version, I, I think it's going to work, because this just gives more time to these matches. These matches went, uh, I, I think, a lot longer than they normally would. Yeah, they did. We got a little bit of a backstage segment between each one, but nothing too significant. I think if we had those big three-hour, heavily backstage, heavily storyline-driven pay-per-views every two weeks, it's just going to be exhausting. And I think these two-and-a-half-hour watered-down versions is a nice balance between each one. And then when you have the big four, they can put a little bit more into those. So I like it. Uh, on Tonga, he uses the phrase golly like three or four times in this match. Shut up. And he's gotten better, but golly, dude. <laughs> he's not getting better. <laughs> I guess I would rather listen to him than D-Bry. Oh my god, D-Bry and his stupid crying face. <laughs> you saw the one where him and Kendrick are balling. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I turned it off. Did you hear what uh, um, he whispered into Daniel Bryan's ear? I want to stop. Maybe that's like what I thought they were definitely going to just start making out. It was like, oh, this is it for Brian Kendrick. Is it? He's still working. <laughs> We've seen total divas. Don't try to tell us he's not working. Right. He's got a job that involves wrestling. And really, like, we're never going to see Brian Kendrick ever again. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Why would they have him go that far? He'll be on Raw. Daniel Bryan, like the emotion. I was like supposed to like feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of the damn ring, Daniel. He was too one-sided. I do rather listen to David Otunga than Daniel Bryan. Good, good thing you just got all that out right now. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> like, the match happened between Miz and Ziggler. It was good. I mean, you know, I thought it was the match of the night. Did you notice how they uh, had taken a jab at Punk's UFC fight where they both charged each other like they did in the UFC match the night before? God, CM Punk is an idiot. We'll get to it. <laughs> I mean, the like I said, the match happened, but I wasn't sitting there going, oh my God, that was amazing. There was one part that really got me was when Miz locked in that figure four lock on Dolph Ziggler. I thought that was it. I think there's a lot of drama on that part. So big pops to that. Ziggler then escapes that, goes for a super kick. Uh, and then Ziggler like clocks this Cesaro style uppercut on Miz, which was awesome. Then falls into the ropes from exhaustion. And then Maurice just sprays him in the face with some kind of hairspray. This gives Miz the advantage for the score cushing finale and Miz retains all right <laughs> yep uh next bray comes out requesting a 10 count because orton cannot compete uh, wyatt wins and they announce that wyatt's gonna have another opponent and it's a, a no holds barred match and as soon as they said that i was just like it's kane and here yep. he comes Big red monster. I'm not going to lie. I definitely fast forward through a lot of that. <laughs> I don't blame you. I watched it in the sense that they said it was no holes barred. So I thought maybe something like story storyline driven would happen or something special would happen in, in Wyatt's favor. But not the case. Wyatt loses. Yeah. 
I'm not going to listen to him anymore if he rambles every week because it doesn't matter whatever he says. He just ends up laying on the canvas. Yeah, it's so stupid. Like, it, it, how can we get invested in this guy as being the big dark horse, like, I'm the new face of fear when he loses? It's just getting old. Yeah, so Kane wins with a choke slam because Orton decides to come out. He's got a bandaged up right leg and still does the RKO to Wyatt. Yeah, it was just such a mess. Like, why wouldn't you have a better backup plan than that? Yeah, anybody, anybody on the SmackDown roster. So you gave Kane a win for some reason. It's just dumb. There's no logic. Uh, next, we're going to move on. We see AJ Styles is backstage trying to cheer up some local jobbers. Why are we seeing so many jobbers? Apparently, some guy on Bleacher Report knew one of them, and he's like, I'm so proud he made it. And I was like, that was one of your highlights? That means the show wasn't that good. Let's just get to the match, because that was really the only match I was waiting for. But before we get there, we have one more match. Heath Slater and Rhino take on the Usos. Slater and Rhino end up winning this match taking on the Usos I totally thought Usos were going to come out with the victory tonight because they always do but hey feel good moment of the night Heath Slater and Rhino win I know it was awesome it was a good move but like I said it was just a glorified match we would see on Tuesday night like it was good it was like I didn't hate it I want more out of my pay-per-views I'm sorry you know the one thing we're missing out of this was American Alpha yeah Next, we have the WWE World Championship. Dean Ambrose puts his title on the line against AJ Styles. The face that runs the place. Great match. Really yeah. love this match. So AJ Styles continues his just sheer dominance. Oh, running circles around Ambrose. Yeah, he's just so much better than everybody right now. The one point where uh, uh, they do that avalanche belly-to-belly superplex from the top rope and Styles falls like a slinky. Yeah. The only other highlight from Ambrose's side, I think, was that brutal baseball slide that he did to Styles, uh, just throwing him from the bottom of the rope. But the match was great, but there was no really big memorable moments for this pay-per-view. But I don't know if it really needed it. It was more of a, hey, we have new titles. This is the first big pay-per-view for the blue brand because the blue brand is back. So, uh, But the big thing, Styles wins. I know, right? I one i was pretty shocked like i thought they were gonna let ambrose hang on to it i'm really glad they gave it to styles the only thing i the only grape i have to this is styles can beat john cena clean but he needs to do a low blow to dean ambrose for the win like <laughs> come on yep. just give him the win it doesn't hurt ambrose that was an awesome match yeah it was good it was good i i don't even hate that it was a dirty finish either like i thought it was just good i liked it Oh, what do you want to grade the pay-per-view, Pete? Uh, B minus. B minus. Well, I almost just want to give it a C plus because, like I said, it passed. It did pass. It didn't make me want to turn it back on and be like, I should rewatch this. I get it. I get it. I, I'm going to give it a B plus. I really liked it. I really enjoyed this. It felt like a super SmackDown, how they used to do the live on Tuesday night kind of things, but but way better. I think we're starting to get that kind of roster where you can really tell who's on the blue brand. I'm excited to see how classic the champions does well once raw gets the cruiserweights on there i think it's going to help out that show a ton oh i I agree now that's the other thing will they get pay-per-view spots or will they get their own pay-per-views no they'll get pay-per-view spots done of the night can i say cm punk like (laughs) can i say that like i'm going with that you don't even shake the dude's hand you get in his face and you get choked out so quick and he got his rocked two minutes and 14 seconds he had no chance i went and finally like saw a video on how it went down he looked like 
It looked like he was so out of his element. He looks so bad. Oh, he doesn't shake guy's hand. He rushes over to to the guy all cocky, and then two minutes and 14 seconds, and he's down tapping. Yeah, he had no chance. No chance. <laughs> and everyone is saying, like, how courageous it is for him to get in the octagon. And if anyone comes to me and be like, will you do it? I'm not going to do it, because I know I can't do it. As CM Punk should know, he can't do that. So yeah. everyone giving him respect. Uh, I'll, fine, fine. I, I, the no. only comment I really like is Dana White saying, and that CM Punk's next fight shouldn't be in UFC. <laughs> That's great, because he did. He looked so bad. A lot of hype, man, for two minutes and 14 seconds. Night out of the night's going to be David Antonga. He just sucked tonight. He really did. Get him off the mic. Try someone else. But, hey, he's not doing what you need him to do. No, but I... I don't think he's terrible, but yeah, I get what you're saying. He might have some room to improve. Uh, Stud of the night, I'll go first. I'm going to go with Heath Slater and Rhino. I really felt like this whole night, they were the overall story was about them. Really good feel-good moment at the end. This really carried the pay-per-view. I got to give it to these two. Really awesome. Giving it to the Miz. I totally see why. He tore it up, and that's the type of Miz that should have should have been headlining WrestleMania, but he was just <laughs> too young. He wasn't ready for that moment yet. But this Miz, I think, could be a headliner. His attitude, his cockiness, like, it's perfect. I, I completely agree. Well, hey, man, that's it. It was a short show because it was a short pay-per-view, but yeah. that is the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 44, WWE Backlash 2016 edition. Anything else you want to add? What's uh, next? We're going to do the CWC, I think, which would be interesting. I think how we're going to do it is we're going to talk about each match, and we're just going to talk. Whoever got eliminated is who we're going to concentrate on that match. That way we're not repeating ourselves, but it's going to be a fun setup. Really exciting to see that. All righty. Well, uh, suck a butt. Yeah, I bet. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling.